This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are going through some lists we found online of overrated Walt Disney World attractions. I guess it's kind of subjective, but we're giving our opinions on whether these attractions are really overrated or did they just have a long line. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hey, howdy, hey, pal. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I was trying to be all energetic. That's what we need. (laughs) Because are you going to tell people that we were chit-chatting for all this time so that you could, what what did you say? I had to get all my yawns out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired this morning. I wait, I I stay up late every night, every night. (sighs) And then in the morning, every morning, I get woken up. By by something with four paws. <laughs> but we talk about this all the time, Carrie. You need to I go know. to bed earlier. You need to stop with the scrolling on the phone when you're in the bed. It, it... I know. Well, the problem is I go to bed late. Like I get to bed late and then sometimes I do scroll even when I get in bed and then and then it's really late. And then and then it but the cats don't tell the cats don't tell time. They're like, it's time to get up. I know. There's no water. It happened again this morning. <laughs> like, I think on Friday nights, I think, oh, that's all right. I can stay up late. It's the weekend. And no. And then you still get woken up. So I had to, we had to chat for a little bit because I was tired. I had to get all my yawns out. So I think I'm okay now. <laughs> You're alive now. Somewhat. You're alive with yeah, energy. Breakfast. Yeah. Energy. Woohoo. <laughs> Well, we were talking about the fact that our anniversary is coming up soon, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And it took us, how long did it take us to figure out how long we've been doing the podcast for? We have over 200 episodes. That's unbelievable. And we had to look back to actually, you know, figure how long that was. And it is four years ago Holy that we started mackerel. your podcast. No wonder we're tired. No <laughs> Yeah, four years of us chatting. That's a lot of... A lot of hours talking about nothing. Nothing and a lot of giggles and a lot of, uh, yeah, Yeah. giving our opinions on things that... (laughs) Maybe nobody cares about. (laughs) Or maybe not. That that doesn't make sense. So we are going to celebrate it in a couple of episodes. Yes, we are. We just wanted to put it out there to... Let people we're, know it's coming. We're planning ahead. <laughs> so we do have, we are going to talk about our, our anniversary and, and a look back um, at the last year for sure. Because um, I think we do, we do retrospectives all the time. Um, but yes, but we are starting to consider um, and we really want to get people's opinions, feedback, thoughts on, um, you know, <sighs> We're struggling a little bit sometimes with come in, with time. Who are we kidding? Time. It's always time. We yeah, always, it is more time. It's always running out of time. Um, and you know, as much as we love the podcast, it's a ton of work. And I know it just sounds like we're sitting around chit chatting, but the, the, the before and after, there's a lot of work. 
So we're, we were toying with the idea of either going bi-weekly or um, just taking a bit of a break for a few yeah. weeks like and then coming breaks. back weekly. Yeah. Like maybe take a few weeks off and then come back and be weekly. And then a few weeks off, like yeah, we're like trying to figure out what makes year, sense. Do, do, do a few week break in between when we feel we kind of need to catch up or, you know, allow us to work ahead and get episodes in the bank or, or just go every couple weeks instead. So right. Around, but not every yes. Wednesday, every second Wednesday, perhaps. So that, oh. <laughs> which cat is that? I don't know if everybody can hear it, but it, that was pretty loud. That was him at the door, right? Mittens. Oh, that was mittens at the door. You guys talk amongst yourself over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when we started oh. talking earlier, oh. she, she had three cats in the room and then she, she closed the door and she was like, they should just sleep, but. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, so here she is back. I'm back. There we go. She's back. I gave, um, her, a little boot. I gave her a little boot to hopefully push her down, like not push her down the stairs, but to encourage her to like leave this level so that hopefully <laughs> she'll go downstairs and uh, and forget that forget about it. Otherwise, she'll just come back up to the she'll stairs and she'll here. scratch to come in. Yes, yes. she'll be back shortly. Mm-hmm. Hopefully <laughs> not. Anyway, so what did I miss? So we're looking forward to uh, getting some feedback from our listeners to say, hey, like, would what would make sense for you if we took a break or, you know, how do we do that? So that's kind of where we're at. Um, was that all we wanted to ask them, Carrie? I think so. Okay. Well, then good. Because And again, goes if, they into... always, if they have any ideas or things they want to hear us talk about, like that's helpful too. Oh, always, always. Yeah, because the actual talking part is not the hard part. Right. So the feedback, to bring us back to the feedback loop. If you haven't left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, you should. You have one to read, don't you? I do. Look at me (laughs) with my memory. We almost forgot. So this one is from Maddie McCor via Apple Podcasts in the States. And it's five stars. So thank you very much, Maddie. And it's called Love the Positivity. I love listening to them. They're so positive and always laughing, which is great when I'm at work. Oh, she listens at work. (laughs) They are so knowledgeable about all things Disney. And I love to listen to them when I'm sad and missing Walt Disney World. Oh, thank you, Maddie. And thank you for listening. And and, um, I'm glad we could keep you company at work. I think we do keep people company at work, in the car, different places, on the way to hockey, um I I know you always round me for not listening to our podcasts but when I do <laughs> listen to them I could not listen to them at work like I don't think I could listen to them when I was driving either because I usually am like crying <laughs> and laughing so hard shaking my head that I really like whenever I have listened it has to be like yeah I usually just listen and just lay there and listen because I know I'm gonna oh my gosh I'm not gonna That's be able to do funny. I'm not gonna be able to function otherwise <laughs> if I if I listen yeah. So. Um, so that's we're asking. So thank you for that and the feedback. Um, we also so this week I did go see Indiana Jones without you. I know I didn't get to I'm go. Sorry. That's I'm sorry. A, well, you if you needed to go, so so I went with my sister and my nephew. Um, my nephew had already seen it without me. What? Yes. He couldn't um, wait. It was only a couple days, wasn't I it? I know, I know, right? Like, so he goes without me, which is fine. But then, um, yeah, so I don't necessarily want to give any spoilers. Um, 
I will tell you, before we went to the movie, I said to him, like, Andrew, seriously, if they kill him in this movie, I'll never forgive you. Like, I don't want to see it if they're going to kill him. And he's like, just wait and see, just wait and see. So I didn't know going in, but I was like, like, I, that was really concerning to me because the fact that they killed off Han Solo, all I had left was Indy. Like, I know he's played a hundred different characters and everything else, but to me, he is Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Those are the two people he is. And yeah, when they, it's so, yeah. So what did I think? I'm not, I don't want to give any spoilers. Don't want to say anything. I think they did a great nod to the original movies. Like there were lots of details. If you're an indie fan that you'll pick up on things that they used colors, even just some of like their clothing choices. Like they're just, they were great nods to the original. Um, And if I had to rank them, I agree with everybody that I've seen online. It's my fourth out of the five. (laughs) Yeah, it's fourth out of the five. So, so for the big fans, like for people that love it, it was it gave enough nostalgia and whatever to be like, yeah, that was all right. It kind of it 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 yes. uh, satisfied your appetite for for indie. It was but... a good spot to leave them. Like it, it was a, it was a good it was a good Indiana Jones closeout the franchise. Hmm. Yeah. And how did your how did your boo look? Like, did they did? Oh and my I, god, I, fantastic! Like, I didn't read any reviews because I want I want to see it at the I want to see it at the theaters. But um, but I have seen like little blips about him talking about like computer like the CGI to, that they did to make yeah. him younger to make him look younger or or yeah. So there were parts of the movie where they CGI'd his face, right? So it was sort of they were looking back and. Of course, they'd never shot those scenes before. It wasn't from the other movies. So they had to CGI him to look younger. Did it um, work? Did it look like how yeah, he looked? Yeah, he looked fabulous. Um, Andrew kept saying, like, after a while, it looked weird. But I didn't think so. Um, he looked great. But there was a scene in there, I kid you not, Carrie. And it was, he got up and he had no shirt on. And it was not CGI. It was him in present day. 80-year-old man, no shirt on. And he looked fantastic. Fantastic. The man is 80 years old. He's awesome. 80 and awesome. awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. So all of those, you know, clips where you saw him doing the interviews and he was like, I was blessed with this body. He was. (laughs) (laughs) For an 80 year old man, he rocked it. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I did. I'm glad I saw it. Um, I'm glad I saw it on the big screen. Got to enjoy him a little good, good. one more time up on the big screen. Um, yeah, it's good. Cool. It was very good. Excellent. So you'll have to tell us when you go see when you finally go see him. Yeah, I probably like I was never a huge Indiana Jones fan. I just like to see, you know, want to stay with the, the trends. Everybody's excited <laughs> for it. So I want to I want to see it, too. But uh yeah. I won't have any earth-shattering reviews, I'm sure. But we were talking before we started recording about how the Haunted Mansion movie is coming out. It is. And that is something that we will have. We're going to have more than two cents. We're going to have like a toonie's worth of of stuff to say. And a toonie is a Canadian $2 coin for people that don't don't know. I was just going to say that. We better explain what the toonie is. (laughs) Yes. So that'll be something we can talk about. The they don't feet. still have Toonie Tuesdays at the movies anymore, do they? No. You you couldn't get to a movie for $2 anymore. 
No. <laughs> like not <laughs> since like 1991 probably. <laughs> well, I don't go to the movies often. Oh, and seriously, when we went to the movies, it was like a Monday night. It was a school night. I had to go to work the next day. I got to tell you, like getting old, <laughs> being out on a school night. Oh. Well, going to the movies now is different. Like you got to book your seat. Like there's no, that's the one thing I don't like about the movies now. You can't be spontaneous. Well, I guess you could. Like if you just showed up, then like, do they have like seats that are not reserved or they just give it so. to you when you get to the theater? They I think it just it. depends on how busy the movie is. So if you want to see anything that's like new, right? Then you have to, you have to reserve it or you have to wait for it to slow down or you have to go like on a Monday night or a late night or something. That's yeah. what we did the Monday night. And it, there was like plenty of seats in the theater. Yeah. Hmm. So we'll have to do a whole review of the Haunted Mansion when it comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Only a couple of weeks away. Yes. Absolutely. So what else are we talking about today? Or is well, that it? We're done. Thanks, guys. We're done. <laughs> well, we wanted to throw a little Disney in it. Uh, one of the things that was bugging me, sometimes um, I see all of these reviews and or opinions from some of the big clickbait sites online. And I don't know if I always agree with them. Um, and sometimes it's just, anyway, it, some of them were bugging me this week, but then I went down the rabbit hole and found that most of them have, um, articles on like things that they consider overrated mm. in the parks. So I thought it would be fun if we looked at one or two of them where they've got the most overrated stuff and we see if we agree with it. So I didn't read ahead again. I do this intentionally not to read ahead so that it's like an organic, authentic conversation. <laughs> oh dear (laughs) but uh i did find a couple that are talking about the most overrated rides in disney world so first off the bat the first one is from all ears um which you know is under new management has been i guess for a few years now um you know i'm not the fan that i once was uh because right away the most overrated rides in disney world if your entire website is dedicated to theme parks in Orlando and theme parks around the world, you know that it's called Walt Disney World. Oh, dear. So that already ticks me off. <laughs> However, I have a list of uh, what they consider to be things that are overrated mm-hmm. uh, in Walt Disney World. So we're going to go me. through them. Hit we're going to go through the them one. together and, yeah. and, and see if we agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The okay. So the first heading that they have is like rides that are too short. So rides that are too short, I guess that makes them overrated. And huh? of course, yeah. Oh, like I, in like in how long they are? Like, like what do you mean? Because like, like, I'm a short person. When I hear the word short, I think that someone's <laughs> picking on me because I'm short. It's <laughs> free for short people. <laughs> Or, or <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I've struggled with my whole life. You know what? We could totally do an episode on what rides are best for short people. Pretty much all of them, because it should be what rides suck for tall people. Well, that's the thing. But are there any that it sucked for short people? Like, are there any where you're like, I can't see? Mm, or your feet can't hit the touch the ground if you're sitting 
Like I would think, I would think Astro Orbiter is hard for a short person because you can't get up and into the um the rocket. Oh, true. And like Tron, like you said, he have to yeah. Tron getting your leg over the thingy. Hmm. Yeah. Think about that. I'm sure there is some. I think that could be that are that are discriminatory against short people. (laughs) I know there's lots that are can you know discriminatory against you know what I would like to call myself a poo sized person. interesting that's a whole other that's a whole other one but this one they're talking about overrated attractions because they're too short in length okay so you know what the first one they have oh so this like that's the whole thing is just that it's it's too the whole list is just short rides no no not the whole short the whole list is not there's rides that are too short rides that are too rough like yeah yeah. so this is the this is the overrated because the ride is too short Okay, this weird list. Can you find a better list? (laughs) I I thought you sent me a different link. Like I said, two two links. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is not the one. No, there was one from Disney Dining, and then there's one from uh, All Ears. So I've just started with the All Ears, and then I figured we'd look at the Disney Dining and see if they were. That's the the one that I had opened up. Sorry. So, okay. I did not open up all of the links. So we've I talked think. for 10 minutes and we haven't got to the first one. Okay, go for it. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. I didn't find that other link. Okay, so it's, of course, Peter Pan. And I think yeah. Peter Pan may... Oh, I you don't agree? agree? No, I don't agree. Okay, I don't Peter agree Pan either. Peter Pan is as old as Disneyland. Why would you say it's overrated? It's the classic Walt Disney World, Disneyland attraction. Yeah, yeah. I Jeez. yeah I know so people say that it's because it's too short it's overrated blah 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 but I don't think people you know with all the new CGI computers like I could sit in my house with a thing on my head and ride through some fantastical magical journey place on a VR screen but what they've done in Peter Pan is they've literally transformed you to fly across a city how is that overrated? The only thing that's overrated is that line that you have to wait to go on the, on the attraction. <laughs> that's the thing. So when you compare the ride line time to the ride, maybe it's a little bit of a disappointment because you've waited so long. Or using your very first lightning lane of the day to get Peter Pan, because <laughs> if you don't, you're not going to get it later on. Right. So I'm. No, we can't consider the line because the line is the worst... You know, if I could have one question with Josh DeMauro, one question, I would ask him, why can't you fix that line? <laughs> as long as I can remember, it has been the longest line in the in the Magic Kingdom. And it doesn't matter. It could be thunder and lightning. It could be three people in the park. They're all standing in line for this ride. And it's not moving. Why? Don't know. But the ride itself, fabulous. Exactly. So it's only two minutes and five seconds. <laughs> But it's no, it is. it's no different than Tron, really, at this point. Like, once they open up standby lines for Tron, you're going to wait in a, on a, an incredibly long line to get on an attraction that's like a minute and a half. Yeah. So, like, you can't really judge, say, an attraction's overrated based on how long you had to wait. So if we just take Peter Pan on its face, it's fabulous. And everybody waiting all day long to go on a two-minute kitty ride, It's that just speaks... To not being overrated it's the best it's it's a classic ride everybody wants to go and be transformed to exactly to being exactly. a child 
See? Okay, so we do not agree. No. All right. Seven Wait, Dwarfs yes. Mine Train. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is overrated? I don't know. Like, I no, I don't. I, I think it's fun, but I think it's like if we were going to compare a two minute kitty ride to a two minute kitty ride, like I'm going to, I'd rather, like, I don't want to wait in that Peter Pan line, but I, I can tell you that I go on Peter Pan every single time I go to Disneyland and I go on Seven Drawers Mine Train. Never at mm. Walt Disney World, <laughs> only once in a while. Yep. So even before there were, it was an individual lightning lane, you know, it wasn't necessarily a priority, but Peter Pan. Peter Pan was so yeah so I love Seven Dwarfs Mine Train I think it's one of the smoothest fun fun, exciting exhilarating little coasters that they have like it's not a big coaster so it's it's in my mind friendly for everyone my only issue with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is it's not it's not fun for poo-sized people so if I'm traveling by myself which I I do a lot this is not one that I'm going to go on by myself. So while I love it, I'm not going to go on it by myself because, you know, heaven help the person that they seat me with. <laughs> because It's one thing to spill over into your seat, Carrie, <laughs> but it's it's not fun when I get wedged in with a perfect stranger. And if they're kind of poo size and me, like the last time I did it by myself, I got seated with this man. And I swear, I uh, I was worried that at the end of the ride, they were going to have to come with like butter or something to to, to pull the two of us out. <laughs> we were like wedged in there. Um, but I think that it, the problem with that is that like, this is a feature attraction yes. that they've made. And they, it's truly the the size of it is a kitty ride it's sort of like you know like the goofy roller coaster oh like, like the adults, barnstormer yeah, yeah barnstormer when when adults sit in that like their knees are at their chin like this right. is pretty much a, a ride built for similarly for for you know children pro- like generally and but it's a main attraction like you know it took them four years to build it and it's the center <laughs> of fantasy land yeah and and they probably should have built it to be a more more f- like f- friendly for the whole family. I wonder why the they whole didn't family make goes it wider. On yeah, like why didn't they consider probably for that some people's... engineering slash physics reason? Of... Probably because the carts sway. Maybe yeah. they couldn't make it wider for for people's hips. But mm-hmm. it's like it's a tight squeeze in my mind. So, do you think it's overrated though? Mm. I think if you take like the wait times and the difficulty getting on it aside, like I don't know that it's over me neither. Overrated. Like I think it's fun. I like you know. I think it's fun. And I think the fact that the cars kind of sway back and forth and they have that part inside where you see the seven dwarfs and snow white and I think it's such a great story. Yeah. I'd rather like go on a mine trade ride in Big Thunder Mountain, but, <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, so we're in agreement it's not overrated. I guess, yeah. Okay. All right. So now we've moved on. So those were the two rides that are too short. Now we've moved on to rides that are too rough. So they're overrated because they're too rough. You with me? Yeah. Okay. All right. First one, dinosaur. Animal Kingdom. Hmm. Is it overrated? Thoughts? 
I think it put the poor dinosaur ride doesn't get rated at all. That's the problem. I know. Nobody knows about it or nobody yeah. cares about it. Nobody so talks about it. Let's not talk about it being over. Let, let's just say that people need to give dinosaur a little bit of uh, <laughs> love. Agreed. Like the fact that you can get a lightning lane probably all day and really not wait in a very long line in a park that doesn't have that many attractions. I know. It doesn't get enough love. And I actually think it's it's a fantastic ride. Like my sister's been on this ride. I don't know how many times she's it's never scary. seen the big die. She's it's never scary. seen them. She's never seen them. But that to me, so it's scary, meaning it's exhilarating. It's like, it's like why people go on roller coasters to be scared. This is scary. Like if you have people that have ridden it like 25 times, but you never have seen the dinosaur because <laughs> they have to close their eyes. Their last dinosaur, I guess that's, it should mean that it's been successful in what it, when it's uh... in what it was supposed to do. And I think it is a little, it's a little jerky. So, but they do have like in the line, they tell you that it's, it's like, if you have heart conditions, pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Like they tell you all that in the line. Yeah. So this is a weird list. Like it it being rough is part, like, it's not supposed to be smooth when you go back in time to the Cretaceous period and you're in a ride vehicle and you're chasing a you're dinosaur. Dodging dinosaurs. <laughs> you're dodging dinosaurs. How can that be smooth? Yeah. That's what makes it real. So no, I don't think that's over. I think this ride is underrated most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, let's be clear. I don't go on it much anymore because it is a bit hard on my back. Yeah. <laughs> and I have seen the big dinosaur and I have all the pictures of me staring at it, screaming at it, crying at it the whole nine yards. So I don't need to go on it anymore. Um, but yeah, it's under, I think this is underrated. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yep. Okay. Look at us. We haven't agreed with anything they've said yet. Shocking. <laughs> But then again, that's because we're positive. We're positive pennies. And that's the problem because these, sometimes these things, like they're just looking for problems. All right. The next one that's too rough. Don't agree. Space Mountain. Classic. Classic. But why, why, why they got to say like, like you're, you're, you're an astronaut. What, of course it's not going to be smooth. Well, and I think again, this goes back to like it's it's a roller coaster that that was be like before its time, like nineteen seventy five. Yeah, this roller coaster came about, and and the reason why we love Disney so much, Walt Disney World, is nostalgia and the classics and the originals and why things are the way they are and why they came to be. Yes, because of the way because of Walt Disney World, like so I can't I. Yeah, I think I would put something newer on the list before I'd put something that was a that was a classic original roller coaster. Agreed. Like, Agreed. sure, there's so many things that are scary and and you know, loop de loop and inside coasters or or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but Space Mountain needs to be Space Mountain forever. And I think too, like it's in the dark. Like that's the whole point of the the ride is so that you don't know what's coming next. Like mm-hmm. it is supposed to twist you and turn you and, and kind of shock you into where do you go next? That's the whole point. It's dark. Yeah. It. I mean, obviously it is a little hard on the back. Um, 
but you know, I might go on it my next trip because I could use a little adjustment and uh, <laughs> it's not a bad one to go on by yourself either, which is good. Cool. All right. So we haven't agreed yet. We don't think that's overrated. Screen heavy rides. Oh my goodness. I know. Um, Ratatouille. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. The family-friendly ride frequently sees high wait times in Epcot is one of the park's options for individual attraction selection. Um, they're all, yeah, they just think that's too... A carbon copy of the ride in Disneyland Paris. Well, it's right. not like... So it's not like people... Like, what is the problem with copying a ride from a from a different park? That's the part I don't do get. Like, what's... They do it all the time, but why wouldn't they? It's not like it's not like they're side by side and somebody's going to Paris this weekend and Walt Disney World the next. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think like I don't think that's the greatest ride ever, far far from it. Um, but I think that it's a ride like nothing else at Walt Disney World. Really? Like Yeah. I guess Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railroad Railway is sort of the same, but but it's an experience that's different. Yes. And and people love the Remy and Ratatouille. So it kind of checks off that list having different characters in a ride. But I think that, um, yeah, I think I kind of chalk it up to not being, uh, like it shouldn't be on the list just because it's, cause it's something different. And that's what we want at Walt Disney World, different experiences. Right. And so, A, love Remy. Like, that whole movie is so fantastic. The outside of this attraction is so well-themed. It's beautiful. Um, And then the ride itself. Like, I know sometimes with the big screens that I feel a little yucky after. Um, So for that reason, it's not, like, I don't go on it. I wouldn't go on it two or three times in a row. However, like, think about these people. And this is probably my problem with some of these lists. You're a first or second time visitor to Walt Disney World and you're reading a list that says, don't bother going on this. You're Mm -hmm. missing out. Like it's such a fantastic movie and they put you in the movie. Yeah. Like I think of exactly the same way. That's what I was going to say is uh, like, if you think of it from someone who's never been on this ride. Right. And their first time at Walt Disney World, like. And you've done all kinds of other rides and then you you go on to that attraction. You're at Epcot and you've soared through the world and you've been on, you've been to to see the Frozen Ever After. You've done diff- Test Track. Yes. Spaceship Earth. You've done all those rides, Living with the Land, and then you ride that one. Like, it's such a different experience. Like, it complements the, yes. the ride lineup. Absolutely. Like, again, don't love, like, I... I like I think it's fun and cute and whatever it would kind of make, it can make me feel kind of icky, but I think it's a perfect compliment at Epcot. Absolutely, and it's so like in my mind, it's not overrated at all, mm-hmm. not at all. And I think maybe sometimes these lists—that's the problem—is people write them so they they pulled their readers to do this, but you're pulling a bunch of people that are maybe locals or go seven times a year or whatever. Which, but the people that are reading this because they need information to plan their trip are people that don't know any better. And they're get they're getting advice from people who go all the time. Like, 
and and those people aren't considering that this is their first time, which is rotten. So, stinking rotten. It is stinking rotten. So of all the so that was the end of the list. Of that entire list, we agreed with none of them. None of them. None of them. So do Booing. we want to so that was all ears. All ears, you fell flat with us. What about Diz Dining? Sure. They had they had the same, they had the same. Here's the overrated list. So let's see which ones are the same. So their first one, their most overrated attractions is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Right. So I think we beat that horse to death. Um, they say it's overrated because it's the tamest of the mountains at the Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Is it really the tamest? I guess. Yeah. Well, it's a family. It's like the other two would be roller, what like you'd say, a regular roller coasters, even though they are kind of, you know, right. like a new, like a roller coaster they would build today. And yeah. I think that one is a family, family coaster. Okay. But it's just different. I think yeah, it's, it's, not it's a overrated. coaster for everybody to ride. Like not little, you know, little kids right. may not want to ride Space Mountain. They're afraid of what it is because it's you can't see it. And Big Thunder is kind of, you know, a big, a bigger ride. So maybe. I guess I never think about Big Thunder being a bigger ride, but it. Is, but I know when I get on it, I think it is like. I always think of it as kind of tame, lame, whatever. I get in line. I get in it. They say, hold on to your hats and glasses. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot how fast this goes <laughs> and how many, like, times my stomach is in my throat. Yeah. Like, you, they, I, I can't. I always forget it. They tell you to best remove them. <laughs> best remove them. This here's the fastest ride in the wilderness. And I always forget how fast it is until I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, we already said we don't agree with. Here's a new one. So Diz Dining thinks uh, Frozen Ever After is overrated. Mm. Thoughts? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think... Uh, hmm. Now, they equate it to the wait time as well. I think it's unfair to include wait time versus judging if an attraction's overrated. Yeah, like, I think it. I think it's, like, I think it's an awesome attraction. Like, if you, if you step inside, like, uh, someone who loves that story, like, loves Elsa Nana, like, a little kid. Yeah. Uh, has dreamt of, you know, a ride like this, like, the, the technology and... And like what they did to a pretty plain, boring log ride. <laughs> and yes. It's not like they made a new ride. They just re reimagined an old ride. So, you know, it is the same nuts and bolts. It's just, you know, a different story. But I, yeah. I always, imp- I'm always impressed with, like, I love a log ride. Like that's, I just love them. And, uh, and I think it's pretty impressive of a, like what they've done to to, to transform it, it mm-hmm. into like Arendelle and mm-hmm. it's a little cool yeah. in there too, so it cools off, you know. I do like that. I love the air conditioning in there. <laughs> but yeah, but like th- the animatronics and the and what they've done with the fa- like what they've done the technology with their face and, and yeah. having them sing and talk and and all that stuff. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So again, like if you're your first, second, third time going. And you're a Frozen fan, 
this is so not overrated. Like it's, it's something you should see for sure, for sure. And you think like in, yeah, like if you think of people that haven't been to Walt Disney World before and they've been to like other like theme parks, like local theme parks or like, you know how we have like Center Island. Like I grew up going on the log ride at Center Island, <laughs> right? Like it's just a log. In the water? A flume, a flume in some water, right? And that's where my love of uh, water, yes. like those types of rides came about. Like imagine like being little and 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 seeing that, like that's yeah it's awesome it's so awesome so like i would i would i would definitely go on this ride like every trip to epcot if i could get on it like oh me too me too because it's fun and it's cute and it's nice to see and i think it's i i think it's lovely i think it's so not overrated um it's the same thing if it's your first second third time absolutely you should go see it and again, the caveat is if it's your first, second, third time, you're not going to see everything. So it's not going to ruin your trip if you don't. Right. Like it's if you can, you should. Mm-hmm. All right. This one is surprising to me. The next one on Disney dining list. Hmm. Rock and roller coaster starring Aerosmith. Hmm. What did they so, say about it? Is they it said it, it's considered overrated by many guests. This is in part due to wait times that are always lengthy, especially now with the removal of fast passes. Again, they're all about how long you have to wait to go on a short ride. Like, like I struggle with that, Carrie. You know, people got to have some patience, man. Like, growing up, we would get in line for, for Space Mountain, and I could tell you every nook and cranny of that line in Space Mountain because we spent hours in it. That was the fun. We would stand in line. We would chit chat. We would goof around. We would do whatever as a family while we were passing the time to go on Space Mountain. And we would get off Space Mountain and say, I want to do it again. And we'd go around the corner and we get back on. That's what you did. You wait. People have no patience these days. Well, I think, and I think with Walt Disney World and just again, putting yourself in the shoes of the person that is going for that one trip that there's just so much pressure to get so much stuff done. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. Like, the, you know, the thought, like the, whatever possible to not wait in any lines because, and there's so much pressure to have like the most perfect trip and the perfect trip means doing what you see other people do, which, or, or you know, you've got to do everything and see everything. And so right. like, I think a lot of um, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know nowadays if it's so busy in the parks, like how much you would get done if you just stood in plain standby lines all day long. But like when that's a huge part of traveling with your family, spending time together in the lines, like you said, yeah, it's like chatting and, you know, that's, that's quality time. Yeah. And, and I don't know, like, you just want that time to be as quick, (laughs) non-existent, I suppose, when you're waiting in lines and, and, you know, Maybe that's the confusion about these lists, Carrie, because they've called them the most overrated attractions, but the attractions themselves are not overrated. I think what they're trying to say is what's not worth the wait time, Mm -hmm. which is very different, right? So if I'm talking to someone who's going on their first or second trip, you might have somewhere you're like, you know what, if you've only got one day in the Magic Kingdom, here are the three things that I wouldn't wait for. 
like that is a different a different kind of list maybe that's see another podcast episode gary our view of what's not worth waiting for Mm -hmm. but we'd have to put parameters if you only have a day you only have a day in the park what would you not wait for Mm -hmm. well that's a good one and like i could see back to the rock and roller coaster like you know i think when when you look at Walt Disney World for like thrill rides in comparison to you know what's out there now at thrill rides like look at our Canada's Wonderland that we have like like I don't think we have anything that comes even close to to their not their least (laughs) scariest ride right like so you know if you're going to compare rock and roller coaster to what you're going to find at your Six Flags and and you know, even in Orlando, like SeaWorld and Universal, like some of their crazy coasters. Yeah. You know, I could see it, it like from the ride perspective, you know, the the wow factor of it back whenever this ride um came about was probably that it was indoors, right? Like how well, many that it was indoors. It was yeah, in the dark. And maybe now, like, you know, aside from the wait time, like you could see like some people that are huge roller coaster lovers might be like meh yeah with all the coasters that you can in terms of like thrilling coasters maybe like it does not equate to universal's rip rocket thingy or whatever um yeah velocicoasters crazy right but this this does go something like zero to 60 in point like i don't care what you say that takeoff on rock and roller coaster is like nothing you've ever felt before um and that's it fits pretty with thrilling what disney does and it just kind of fits with yeah what disney does or what disney did and it should and you know maybe they could retheme it maybe it's time for aerosmith to turn around and it turn out like to leave the building and maybe the electric mayhem <laughs> comes in or something wouldn't that be great or another another uh yeah but it's not i don't know i don't think the ride itself is overrated I think it's a pretty cool experience. I think it's pretty cool. The the story they tell, um, you know, walking in and seeing Aerosmith. Like I think of people our age going with their kids and their teenagers and walking in and seeing this band and and like I just I think it's a I think it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool ride. I can't do it myself anymore. Um, I have officially reached the I'm too old for this stage, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right, next. What's next on their list? The many Uh-oh. adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> so they say uh, it's considered overrated, especially when considering its wait times. Again, mm. with the wait times versus the actual attraction. I don't think the attraction's overrated. I think it's so it's cute, cute for little kids. It absolutely is. It's a fabulous story. It's fun. It's 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 what Walt Disney World and the Magic Kingdom should be all about, mm-hmm. especially in Fantasyland. Absolutely, and it's fun. It's got Tigger, exactly right. And the line now is actually interactive, so they have interactive things to play with in the line uh, to keep you to keep you entertained. So no, it's not overrated. We love us some Winnie the Pooh. Um, Fine words. <laughs> and then, of course, they've got Peter Pan's flight on there. We've already beat that horse to death. Test track. Harry. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. 
like I kind of I don't know like do people even like go on test track anymore (laughs) (laughs) they do and it's a very very popular ride um I think this could be the first one where I'm like "Mm, I think it might be a little overrated Hmm. what do you think I don't like it since they rethemed it. Yeah, I think everybody kind of feels that way. Um, I think I just kind of feel about Test Track that it's because there's so many different things at Epcot now. And then with Epcot, you know, finally soon finishing its transformation (laughs) and transformation, like. And that poor test track, I don't like, do people even really know about it or go on it as much as they used to? Like, is there still long wait times like there is? To? Yeah. Like on a regular day that's not so busy? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Like I'd go on it just for the last loop. Like I, like, I don't want to wait in line forever, but I, I would go on it every time if I could get on it quickly because, you know, sure, the whatever is like the inside of the ride the inside of the ride, but I do like at the end of it. Right. So, right. I like I, the ending. I, I can agree, I guess, but I just think like I kind of wonder if it just like it just needs to be redone. Like Well that's where the, I think I'm like stuck. the basics of it is like it's just like Radiator Springs, right? It's the same mm-hmm. sort of and that's one of my most favorite rides. So yes. it's the same type of ride. Maybe almost exactly or whatever, but it's it just needs it just needs to be like the 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 nuts and bolts of it is probably perfect it just needs to be it just re-themed. needs to be rethemed agreed and or i just, think that's my test issue track, with it but they need to get rid of the they should just have it the old way the test track well the, it feels like it's since they updated it it kind of lacks a bit of a story mm-hmm. the the original ride had a very good story about designing and building cars and driving like for a younger person it was all about what goes into it and crash testing and how they build the cars and stuff like it it kind of made sense made and it fit with epcot <laughs> and it fit with epcot but the, i don't know i just i feel like now it's a bit disjointed it's it's like this whole big pre-show it's just to commercial. get you out on the track like do you know what i mean like i feel like it's just a big pre-show to get you out on the track so mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. say i don't love it like i i you know what? It's a great attraction, but it's probably the first one on the list where I'm like, mm, maybe I could see that it's a bit overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Look at us. We've even, we've see positive pennies can be a little, yeah. but we're both kind of like, yeah, we'd go on it again. Um, the next one, Navi River Journey. I think this ride is beautiful. I don't know what's wrong with people. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's beautiful and, and something like you don't see anywhere else in the theme parks yeah and and I think a lot of it is just that it's such like it is a long wait time for a little like it's a boat ride that doesn't have any thrills at all no nothing really hidden it's really just a nice but don't you feel like it's a bit like it's a small world for um like avatar fans yeah pretty much well, that's the thing too. I think people are there's not lots of Avatar fans, so like you ride on it at in the, and you're mesmerized by, by the beauty and the things that you see, but you can't you can't connect to it. Yes, you know there's no song, there's no, 
necessarily any characters we recognize. It's more just like an awe that there's so many details and so much to look at and it's beautiful. Right. Yeah, I think if you're an Avatar fan, it's amazing. If you're if you've seen the movies, you're good. Uh if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know that you'll connect. You're right. You might not connect to it as much, but it's kind of different, right? Like you have Star Wars fans and non-Star Wars people, but even people that are not Star Wars fans are blown away by Galaxy's Edge. This one, if you're not an Avatar fan, you know nothing about Avatar. You're you're not going to be blown away. You're going to think it's beautiful and it's a nice air conditioned little ride and you know you'll be impressed by the audio animatronic but so is it overrated yeah. i don't think so do you well, i think people just go on it like yeah and again when i think overrated or underrated like it's a like it's more like it complements the land and i don't yes. know that people should really like like if anything, it's more like you're going to wait forever to go on this. You might be disappointed because it is, you know, there's because no, of the wait. There's nothing surprising. It's just when they say it's a serene boat ride, it is a serene, <laughs> it's a serene boat right. ride. <laughs> so I think it's like complements the, the the land, but but yeah, I don't know that I'd say it's overrated or underrated. I don't know. Okay, I can't really. I don't. The last one is very shocking to me because I think this is ridiculous to say this is overrated. What is it? Cali yeah, River Rapids. Yeah, I don't, I, it's awesome. They, they're saying that it's largely in part due to the fact that there's no predicting who will get soaked. That's what it's all about, though, isn't but it? Isn't that like it says typically one guest per rap gets the biggest splash? So problem. that's a problem? Like, isn't that the, the spontaneity of the... That's the, the funniest part. When you're on Cali River Rapids and it's you... It's like roulette. It's like roulette. And you discover which of your friends is going to be soaked and which of you are going to stay dry. That's the funny part. Yeah. Yeah. I that's, think it's just the inconvenience of getting, like, soaked right through to your underwear. So is well, it? that it's inconvenient. But, it, but the ride itself is not overrated. Yeah, I love I love water rides like that. And I and if I didn't care about being soaked right through, I would ride it over and over and over again. Like right. Like I'm I'm far beyond the walking around in wet clothes or or (laughs) or wearing a bathing suit on a ride just but but if I but I would love that ride over and over again. It's just fun and it's you just laugh. Yeah. You know, you get soaked or you know. The one person on, like two people on it, are bone dry, and everybody else is like, is like so, drenched. Yes, so right through. Yeah, and for little kids, like, and I ridiculous. think, I think too, like with this too, like when you think about like families and younger kids, and or even not even that young, but just like when you go to a theme park, a regular theme park, like these types of rides exist, and everybody loves them. So it's sort of, you know, I think that's like there's some things that are sprinkled into the parks that are kind of normal attractions you'd find somewhere <laughs> yeah. else they're just not as like this is really amazingly themed too right like, it is it makes um, no sense that that's even on the list mm-hmm. okay that's the end of the list thank heavens <laughs> so in all of that we maybe agreed with one yeah and also and we- i i would still tell a first timer to go on test track yeah me too 
Yeah. I tell them not to go on uh, the one next door. Uh, Mission, Mission Space. space. <laughs> oh, I tell them to go on the green one. Yeah, I would tell them that too. Yeah. But... So there you go. So see, this like is the I... problem, Carrie. Most of these sites, their popularity and their and their um, their reach comes from being controversial and being yeah, negative. I know. And, and I and think you and maybe this is why we're not growing as a like we're leaps and bounds, why we don't have millions and millions of followers, because we just can't do it. I know. And I think we do look <laughs> at it from a different lens. Like, I think we do look at it, you know, because we know what the way we do parks is different than most. And I think we just appreciate that so many people go for their like their first, second and third times are so different, yeah. like op total extreme opposites of how we spend our time in the park so we always think like i think we always look at it as like from the perspective of someone who's who's riding something for the first couple of times in their excitement because we remember that excitement and we get excited when we ride things but but we're just kind of lazy now i think (laughs) i think we always think of it that way and like that's why i think it's hard to disagree or agree with with a lot of the stuff because i can't imagine anybody being there for their first time not being like thrilled with with most of the things that they are going to experience right and maybe we're being fools because maybe the world out there has lots of things that are like that now but I just think of it as you know when you go to Walt Disney World everything that you experience is is to give you that wow factor and I think all that stuff does I think they're just like you said there is it worth it because you have to wait in line yeah agreed you just need to talk to an old an old codger like me and you to we'll give you the strategies to get to to do it the best you can the best to give it the best college try exactly exactly oh. okay carrie that was fun well at least it well, i thought it was i don't know if any of our we listeners did or we did yeah but it is that time of the podcast where we share what brought you some pixie dust this week mm-hmm. carrie do you have some I do. I got some. I got some mail, hand delivered mail this uh, this week because I, uh, you know how you do like the you give something to somebody who gives something to somebody to give some. So I had yeah. I had some hand delivered mail this week, and our friend Hannah, she was in she she was in uh, Las Vegas, and she brought me some cat socks, but they're Aww. Las Vegas cat socks. Oh, that's awesome! So thank you, Anna. They're very that's very awesome. cute, and I love Las Vegas and I love cats. Like so there's two of my like first perfect. true loves. My first, I've always loved cats, and I've yeah. pretty much loved Las Vegas ever since I started traveling. So it's like all they needed to do was throw like a spaceship Earth on those socks, and they would be the best, the most perfect <laughs> carry socks. They're still the best socks. They cats just need to have Vegas. your names on them, and then that's yeah, it. Carry yeah. socks and just throw on a spaceship Earth. And... <laughs> That's awesome. So yes, it's a little too warm to wear them, but I'll have to wait till the fall to support my socks. Your new socks. That's fantastic. Lovely. Mm-hmm. How about oh. you? Uh, I actually had, so I, I had lined up my pixie dust, which was going to uh, dinner the other night with uh, three of the guys that, well, two that I still work with and one that I uh, used to work with. So we finally got together, which is always fun to get out and, and catch up with them. Um, so that was pixie dust for me. I stayed out past my bedtime, which is not good on a work night. Um, but then yesterday I had some surprise pixie dust. I did. And since Carrie, because she's so busy these days, she does not necessarily check Instagram. So she doesn't, she didn't see my stories. 
Um, I had two pieces of, of pixie dust yesterday. Ooh. One was that my sister uh, found someone on this app called TaskRabbit to come and pull her weeds for her at her house. So I jokingly said to her, you know, could you get a two for one deal? <laughs> but she did. Uh, and she actually sent the guy over. And I, I kid you not, Carrie, in 30 minutes, these two guys my like it looks beautiful it looks beautiful like I will pay them to come back again like nice my my neighbors were coming for me with pitchforks soon like it was it was it was ridiculous so that got done but then after that I had to go take my nephew to go long story long um I had to go get some (laughs) some salt for my you know the water softener thingy in in whatever anyway so he came he was carrying the salt in for me um and as we're coming out of the room where the water softener is in in my basement mm-hmm. i look down and i see something on on the ground like wedged by the the washing machine and <gasps> what do you think it was your shirt my t-shirt new york shirt is it your your new york yes. shirt was missing my New York shirt that I was sure I had missed and left in Ohio. I had Carrie and Becky checking their luggage and everything because I'm like, I love that shirt and I don't know when I'm going back to New York. And lo and behold, there it was. It must have fell out when I was putting Aww. this stuff in the wash. So yay, I have my shirt in time for my trip. So yay. Ooh, well, that's, whoa, that's like. That's like big pixie dust when you find like your t-shirt that you thought you lost. Dust. Oh, I was so excited. Yeah. Wow. See, it doesn't take much to make me excited. Like, you know, the weeds were pulled. I found my t-shirt, had dinner with some friends. It's like been a very exciting week. <laughs> wow. It's rare that we have so much pixie dust. You can't, you, you got to share three. You can't contain it. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's Carrie. awesome. <laughs> yes, it was. So if you've made it all the way into the end of the podcast, we appreciate Thank you listening. You. <laughs> oh, Carrie, she made it all the way to the end of the podcast without yawning until right now. <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of a happy yawn. Yes. And we'll be back next week, um, obviously. And then we're going to figure out our schedule for sure. Go forward. Yep. We will. We'll figure it out. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.